This is a HeadGum Podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I am uh, getting in a jolly mood for the holidays. Oh, that's nice. And I have a complaint. Okay. Uh, That's not holiday related, but hopefully the holidays can help solve this problem. Okay. I'm getting holes in so many of my socks and I don't know why. (laughs) Tim, is this just like a really roundabout attempt to ask people to get you socks for Christmas? No, I don't I mean, need I think to you ask. Could, I, I think you could socks. just ask. Yeah. yeah, I have in-laws, <laughs> I have parents. Mm-hmm. They're always like, you know what Tim needs? Socks. And I'm always like, oh, you guys don't know me at all. But guess what? <laughs> it's it's caught up with me. Yeah. I now am in desperate need of socks. And you, I don't know why. Yeah, you know what? I bought uh, undershirts recently. And I was thinking about it. I was like, I, I can't remember the last time I bought undershirts yeah. because it's one of those things you like get for Christmas. And you're like, oh, mom. And they're like, you, oh, oh, thanks a lot, undershirts. Yeah. I got undershirts, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted the new Nintendo. <laughs> Tom, what do you buy in undershirts the freaking uh, the beginning of December? Because uh, I. A little bit of patience, my I friend. I know. They, well, they, you're going to. 2024, Tom, you're going to be lousy with undershirts. I right? know. Well. You know, uh, it, it had been a while. You know what? I gotten this is what I I've become better at in my old age. It, half the equation, uh, throwing out socks, underwear, and undershirts when they're no good anymore. Okay, like I do not hang on to that stuff anymore. However, I do not like keep any kind of track of when. I've I've reached the danger zone. I've gone too far and thrown out, which yeah. makes sense because. You know, I'm not buying when I'm getting underwear or socks or, or undershirts. You're not doing a. It's a, it's coming in a pack. Yeah. So you know, Ooh, six six yeah. or eight of them are gonna wear out around the same time. Yeah, unless unknowingly you're uh, you're leaning on uh, a certain undershirt more than others. I'd be interested to know <laughs> that. It, you buy a pack of five undershirts, Tom. Uh-huh. In the life's a year later. Yeah. I'd like to know how many times I've worn each shirt. I you don't think it would be the same amount of times? I, I think like over a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> over a thousand years. Right? Yeah, like a long enough timeline. Yeah, sure it's all mm-hmm. gonna even out. But I bet it's a little chaotic so in that first. So like, you're doing laundry before you're out of undershirts. Yes. Okay. See, I guess I usually am, but but lately I hadn't been, which was why I had to. Buy My wife more is undershirts. far more diligent about uh, laundry being done than I am. So your wife does your laundry for you, is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> My wife is far more diligent. Well, because look, I'm not opposed to doing my laundry. It sounds like you are. No, not at all. It's just that, like, traditionally, if I'm doing my own <laughs> oh, laundry, oh. <laughs> traditionally the woman does it no if i'm i've done there i've many times done my own laundry there have been years uh-huh. um but like traditionally like i'll play it fast and loose and i'll be like if i am wearing a shirt like a button-up shirt that yeah. uh has an undershirt under it i'm um, not washing that every time i wear it the undershirt or no, the over the over oh yeah yeah same here but guess what what my wife is like you gotta wash it every time. So I'm like, if you're gonna yeah, insist on this gonna and be like, out. hey, like, and then be like, oh, you smell, and mm-hmm. like, it's I don't <laughs> smell. You just know that I wore this shirt yeah. a week ago, mm-hmm. uh, like. But if you're gonna complain about it, then like, sure, d- 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 fine, wash it. I'm very, I'm very appreciative that she does that. I do other things. <laughs> but sure, I mow the lawn. <laughs> Tim, you live in an apartment. You don't have a lawn. Um. Okay, I I will wear over shirts uh, sometimes two, maybe even three times. Wow, well that's gross. <clears throat> but You're I'll never, canceled. But Tom. I never you wear are... an undershirt more than uh, once. 
Right. Oh no, God yeah. no! I sometimes halfway through the day, I'm like, "All right, we got to switch out wow. this undershirt." Just sweat right through it. No, I just feel like uh, what do uh, you the scabs? <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, what do you think about this? The the because I was having trouble when I was buying undershirts. The undershirts now that are long. No, oh, but you like tuck the them. Stay tucked undershirts. Yes, I like it. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. I had one of those once. I think it was when when we were actually doing shows in London last year, uh-huh. <clears throat> and or or maybe because like I went to uh, other places in Europe after that, and I did. Yeah, it happened in Paris. I did laundry in the sink, and then let that shirt dry, but it was like very wet. So that long shirt got like real long. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Where you're just like, let's see how long we can make this shirt. <laughs> no, Tim, it was completely, it was, you know, uh, like some of the best discoveries, completely accidental. Yeah. Uh, We're like, hey, let's see how long we can make this. And maybe I don't even have to wear pants tomorrow. I wouldn't have had to wear pants, honestly, if, if, uh, if I, because it, it came almost to my dreams. Yeah. I mean, I guess at that point it's a dress. It looked like a dress when I wore it. I would wear pants with it, but but I I could have gotten away with it. The other thing about these uh, stay tucked, it also right? made a, it gave me like a plunging neckline too. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I'm describing a very honestly, Tim. I could have thrown a belt on this thing, and it would have I I could have gone to the Met Gala. Tom, I mean, depending on the theme, yeah, I'm sure you could have. <laughs> the theme was undershirts. <laughs> old, old undershirts. <laughs> old undershirts on, uh, like, schlubby guys who aren't famous. Yeah. <laughs> That's the theme next year. <laughs> Worn out undershirts. Um, Yeah, look, I think those extra long undershirts mm-hmm. are also, like, for guys like you and I, look, we're not in the best shape. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I also think they're built for, like, some, like, real beer bellies that, like, we're oh, not I can super. See that. Uh, so it's like, yeah, stay tucked because, like, it's like, you know, normal undershirts kind of. belly's going to take yeah. it two, two feet out of the way. Yeah, exactly. So, at, like, at some point, I think, like, on, uh, you know, you know, uh, guys without a big basketball style beer belly. Uh huh. Um, it might be a little too long. Like yeah, I think we well, can admit that. Yeah. Well, like I said, Tim, it looked like a dress. I don't like those undershirts. Yeah. Well, I don't, don't buy them. I don't tuck in. No, and I didn't. I think these were gift undershirts, and I th- I think I'm rid of them. I think uh, I think yeah. they all got to just being too long, and uh, Tim, this is how long they were. This is what would happen frequently. I would go to use the bathroom. Uh, oh, uh, no. You unzip poop on it? No, I would just unzip my fly, and there's undershirt blocking blocking uh, what I like need to do. Like the exit of the fly. Yeah. Wow. Where I go to reach in, I'm like, what the hell is this? There's no uh, no fly here for my underwear. I, mm. oh, this is a goddamn undershirt. Unbelievable. Wow, Tom. That sounds Underbelievable. Like- did you freak out and be like, oh, no, my manhood has turned into fabric? <laughs> Dude, that was that was my first. Uh, I might be turning into like a uh, plushy. Yeah. Uh, velveteen or, or, rabbit or, or This something. might be some kind of reverse Pinocchio situation. Yeah. Which, oh, God. which, you know, I've been uh, terrified of is, happening yeah. for years. Uh, <sighs> turning from a real boy into a puppet. Tim, let me since you asked me a question, I, I'd like to ask you a question. I, I almost like text you in the middle of the night the other night because I was thinking about this. Yeah, feel free, Tom. <laughs> okay. By the way, don't feel uh, like you can't text me. No, anytime. that was like I'm gonna save it for the podcast. I'm gonna ask now so I don't forget about it. See, so I don't know if you remember, but like years ago, or maybe last week, <laughs> who knows? I had asked you. I was like, Tim. What would you say if I came to you and I was like, Tim, I'm being 100% serious, like I'm from the future. Uh, I'm stuck in a time loop, something like that. And and I asked if you would believe me or not. And right. you said you would. Uh, I did? Uh, yeah. When or was maybe it? it was, I said, like, if I told you I saw like a UFO really up close. Okay. So one of these things I asked you. Okay. I have a hypothetical situation for you. So you know about the man- I'd like to amend my answer or maybe <laughs> clarify. Okay. 
I think I would believe that you believed that. Okay. But I wouldn't necessarily rule out severe You wouldn't severe think I was lying or, right, or trying. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, let me ask you this. So you know about like the Mandela effect? Yeah, I know about the Mandela You know, and uh, uh, people always say like, oh, th- things used to be this way and now they're this way. Yeah. And like most of the time, it's, I mean. It's like you misremembered something and you just can't admit that you were yeah, wrong. The, the yeah. fact that it's called the Mandela effect is because when, when Mandela died, uh, a lot of people said, I guess for Nelson Mandela died in the 90s when he was in jail. I remember. And nobody who said this was like, and I run the Nelson Mandela Institute. <laughs> like It's, it's <laughs> right. people that vaguely remember yeah. these things. <clears throat> but let me ask you this, Tim. If you woke up tomorrow and it turned out that everybody told you uh, that Chris Rock had never been slapped by Will Smith during the Oscars, what would you do? I honestly, Tom, Uh I'm glad we're talking about the slap again. Also, (laughs) you know, two and a half years later, this is what the world needs. I... If everybody was saying it, including yeah, yeah. you, yeah, including me, that I was like, I have no, I was like, yeah, I'd remember that. That sounds crazy. Yeah, that and, was and so. There was nothing online about it. That was so weird. <clears throat> I would be like, yep, that was like, uh, that was a hallucination or a <laughs> oh, dream really? you or something. Just... I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, no, that. This you is, wouldn't be so this sure. This is why I was so fascinated by the slap <laughs> because it was so like. That uh, like everything down to like the sound that the slap made sounded yeah. like a freaking cartoon sound effect, right? Right. Whereas like when you were watching it, you were like, well, everybody oh, thought this... it was a, a skit. Yeah, and then I was like, they actually pulled off like the sound work yeah, at a live yeah. event like really well, like mm-hmm. the sound effect. Yeah, usually it's like delayed. The, the... yeah. And like, uh, it was just so bizarre. Like that—that <laughs> that was the thing that was so fascinating to me. Where it's like, this felt like uh, a weird dream that you had. Uh-huh. Like something like that yeah, happens, yeah. right? Like, but two and a half years later, you would you would be you would be okay with yeah, like, yeah, I, I mean, guess that much to your uh, point earlier when you're like, I asked you a question a couple of years <laughs> ago, or maybe it was uh-huh. last week. Like, I don't know, like. If you told me the slap happened three weeks ago, I'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Time doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, I've lived in a post slap world for an, a couple of years, but like, if you told <laughs> me tomorrow to, it you're never ready happened, to go back. I would, yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> now, what if, the uh, second hypothetical, what if you woke up tomorrow and Everybody else had experienced Chris Rock slapping Will Smith on stage. <sighs> How would you react to to like seeing that clip and hearing everybody talk about it? Wait, would I see the clip? You would see well, the I would clip. Like to see that. <laughs> so you would see like it would still have been a big deal, but you would have been from like another universe where it happened the other way, and you you. Would you think I accidentally popped in the wrong universe, or would you think? See, I don't. I think can't like believe you. I got and this first wrong. Of all, this is what you were going to text me in the middle of the night about. <laughs> yeah, are you taking back your invitation <laughs> yeah, to text please. you? And- yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we we have to we like, we're in desperate uh, need to like film minutes on this podcast, and still I'm like, this is how we're doing it. <laughs> this is a question you asked me. Yeah, Tom, I don't think like you where it's like. I entertain the, the the fact the the possibility the idea of like maybe I popped into the wrong universe. Like, right. I think I would kind of be like, uh, I must have been wrong, or also like maybe I should go see. Well, like was, maybe I'm having some sort of psychotic break. That was my other question. Like at like at what point would you think? Oh, there there's something wrong with my. Well, this brain, is the Mandela effect thing, right? Where it's yeah. like. I I think I would be like this is uh my own like uh I'm I'm fallible. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. like I think a lot of the Mandela effect folks are just like nope. Yeah. My memory I'm the smartest man who ever lived. Uh, right. Of course I my memory is perfect. But you're a proud sheep who will just believe whatever you're told. If everybody 
if every if every piece of evidence in reality is uh telling me I'm wrong in the case of the slap in the case of uh Chris Rock slapping Will Smith uh-huh. I think I would seek medical attention that like oh is somehow there something I got this like r- like my brain switched. like let's yeah. take some x-rays right or like a cat scan or yeah, yeah. like uh but like <laughs> I don't think Do it's think- a sheep t- it, 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 I'm I'm sheeple mm-hmm. um because uh, I take a look at all of the verified evidence, and it doesn't agree with what I thought. What if this were the case, but I told you, no, I remember it that way too, Tim. Well, Tom, it's Tim and Tom against the world. <laughs> against the new world that we're in, then which is you not would ours. Be, you would be able to convince me that, like, okay... <laughs> Now we gotta I, fight our way out of this. Would I then or be able to convince you to help me make a machine to get us back to <laughs> yeah. our, our home universe? I where... think at that point, like <laughs> I would defer to you if you're like, oh, we gotta like, I don't know, like go kill these specific people. I'd be like, well, that's, that's what we gotta wow, do. <laughs> yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, I'm, I could be very easily manipulated. <laughs> that's what it seems like. You're like, I mean, I guess I just accept it unless you told me we had to kill people to make it right. I would do it. In, no in which case, that. then I'd do that. One thing that I wanted to say, Tom, though, mm-hmm. uh, when I get a hole in my sock, it sucks because like, I'm very diligent about, uh, like you are now. Like, yeah, chucking not, it. Chucking it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it just uh, hurt to be like, well, I got to mm. throw out the sock that doesn't have a hole in it, too. Usually, because I'm not buying packs of identical socks. You know, oh, like, really? All of my socks. You buy them one at a time. <laughs> no, no, I buy them two at a time. Uh, but like, uh, I don't have like uh, five pairs of socks that are the same oh, okay. that I can interchange. Well, that's why you should get five pairs of socks, Tim. You only then you only have to throw out one. Yeah. Should we talk about Christmas songs? Yeah, let's talk about Christmas songs, Tim. It is the holiday season after all. You're going to try to get me to kill people again? You were the one who... who, I just talked about making a machine. (laughs) And you jumped to like, yeah, if we have to kill people, then fine. (laughs) What would we need for the machine? Uh, You know, I I don't know. It would would probably hurt us. Like some kind of, we'd have to like recreate the large hard-on collider. Yeah. Uh, in in I don't know a parking lot or something. Yeah. That's the kind. I of just don't know I'm how imagining. I could be helpful in that process. <laughs> but killing people. <laughs> well, that like at least that's like. But I don't you know. tell me the scientist We're or politician a... I need to kill. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that? And this is probably a, a road that we don't get. Do you think there's anybody listening to the show that we could activate? through what through like a series of code words yeah i don't i don't think code word activation is a real thing i think that's just a movie thing okay it'd be awesome i mean it wouldn't be awesome i guess it would be terrifying if somebody could just recite a bunch of seemingly random words and turn you into uh sirhan sirhan or whatever yeah uh, it's Christmas songs. <laughs> happy holidays, Tom. Hey, happy holidays. Uh, Christmas songs. Tom, mm-hmm. just real quick. Yeah. Are you into Christmas music? You know what? I was thinking, I feel like this year I'm not. Oh, really? Yeah. Who? Beginning week before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Tom. Mm-hmm. My home has just been Christmas music, like... Uh, we play. I play music at all times, mm-hmm. and it's all Christmas playlists. Even when you guys are asleep. Yeah. Wow. We don't sleep. We just stay up. <laughs> I, I, I keep my wife and uh, and the toddler son up uh, to listen to you know everything. Well, to listen I to mean, uh, all I want for Christmas is you. Is it, are you afraid if you fall asleep you'll wake up in the wrong universe? <laughs> <laughs> I am now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just watch uh, the slap on a loop, so I know that <laughs> that, <laughs> that is uh, grounded in the correct reality. That's the other thing. Like sometimes people in these uh, uh, like Mandela effect, they'll produce things that they refer to as artifacts that like didn't change. Right. So they'll show they'll have like a tape that is like, look, it says Baron Stain Bears. 
or Berenstein Bears. I yeah. forget which ones. Or like, look, I found an old T-shirt, Fruit of the Loom T-shirt, yeah. and it's got the cornucopia. Yeah. The cornucopia thing's nuts. Yeah. Because everybody remembers that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like a small enough detail that it's like, I mean, I guess I never really paid that much attention to it. So there's no cornucopia. <clears throat> and there's never been. Has there been any kind of like in a commercial or something? Nope. Nothing. Are like we that. sure about that? Yes. Like Fruit of the Loom right, has, we're gonna have to has kill had to. People. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are no two Just ways tell me. It. I mean, uh, write in. Tell me who I need to go after to make <laughs> right. this right. To, to, to make the, to make the world make sense again. <laughs> to bring the cornucopia back on uh, Fruit of the Loom underwear. Ah. <sighs> I guess we brought it all the way around, talking about underwear and socks and undershirts. <laughs> I mean, we've got uh, three quarters of the show left to go. So. Uh, Tom, what's the best Christmas song? <clears throat> I don't... Uh, um, I've been getting real into late... You know what Christmas music I've liked lately is... Uh, like Josh Groban? No, like classical music. <sighs> Nutcracker? Do you walk around going... Dun, 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 dun. No, like I like, uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know the names of any classical things. I don't know who they are, <laughs> but I like it. I like that. Yeah. I don't like, I think for some reason this year I, I've, I've uh, become uh, sick of like the like that kind of. I'm dreaming of a wine. Yeah, you don't like a crooner? I mean, if any time I'm going to like him, it's during Christmas time. Yeah. Although, you know what? Uh, Perry yes, Como. I think it was two days ago, maybe. I was in the supermarket, and they were playing the... Uh, yeah. And it's I offensive was like, what you just said, but yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know the words, but I like that song. I was like, oh, yeah, this, song, like this song's a banger. That's not a crooner, but it no. is a Christmas song, a Hawaiian Christmas song. I think if you asked um, most people on the street, mm -hmm. they'd probably say, these days, right? Like, yeah. All I want for Christmas is you. Mm -hmm. right? Has that like become That's, the staple? That from, and like oddly what? last Christmas, too, right? Yeah. You so, know what? I, I was looking up the top 10 Christmas songs. Yeah. I forget the website I got like this from. Throwbible.com or something. That's your homepage. So. It probably was something like that. Um, and those are Alyssa's, excuse me, the, the top two. Yeah. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey and Last Christmas by Wham. Uh, all I Want excuse for Christmas me. is You, Tom. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Oh, well, Tim, I don't know if I can arrange that. I think... Uh, I just want your attention, Tom. <laughs> okay. I just want you to Sorry, assure I'm... me that it was Will Smith that, that <laughs> I want you to call me on Christmas morning and just be like, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. It happened. That's the way it happened. Yeah. And then you'll throw up in your windows. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Boy, what day is it? <laughs> Boy, tell me who slapped who on the Oscar <laughs> stage in 2021? Why it was Will Smith. He slapped Chris Rock. Sir. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Um, uh, all I want for Christmas is you. Mm -hmm. Wait, is that what we were talking about? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and last Christmas has uh, that fantastic song, best song. Has that reached for you like the saturation point where it's like, for me, I'm just like, I know it's a great song, mm -hmm. and I know like. We lived through when it was like a pop hit, right? When and it then came like out. we were like alternative rock kids, so we're like Mariah Carey stinks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like it came around, it's like you know that song's actually really good, <laughs> right? Like, and now it's to the point where it's like, uh, uh, like uh, Hey Jude or something, where it's like I'm sure it's a good song, but I don't know. But I like, just can't hear it like, anymore. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. just. I, I know every single nook and cranny of that song. It's like, right. I can't, I, I, there's <laughs> well, no need for me to listen to this again. There's nothing I can, I'm dead to it. Yeah. I don't even, it. I, yeah, I don't notice it when I hear it anymore. Yeah. And I guess that's like kind of a unique thing about a song you hear 
repeatedly, but not of your own uh, volition, not yeah. not of your own doing. Yeah. Um, which is like, I don't know. I've been uh because it's the holidays like in my car on long drives uh more more often and uh listen to like sometimes I'll put on you know my music but then it always feels like now I, now I can like skip music so now I'm like kind of oh what do I want to listen to oh god so a lot of times I'll just put on the radio yeah and uh, have somebody else make that choice for you exactly and uh a lot of times the only like station that i can just reliably find is z100 hell yeah and they play the six same songs over and over um are they still playing rhythm as a dancer (laughs) they're not playing rhythm as a dancer anymore (laughs) last time i was z100 was 1992 (laughs) they're playing uh that Miley Cyrus song where she talks about when she was young. Okay. They're playing uh, uh, Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire. That's a good song, Tom. It is a good song. Tom, mm-hmm. uh, Olivia Rodrigo did a Tiny Desk concert for NPR. Oh, okay. And she did a really good version of Vampire. Um, and I watched it twice in a row, and I almost cried the second wow. time. Uh, she was on SNL last weekend. Did you see that? Yeah. And she, she just played that on the piano. Yeah. It was uh, pretty good. Seems like a real uh, theater kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, do is this a thing that uh, singers do now? Like, uh, they have, like, the, the Jodie Foster uh, <laughs> in uh, Silence of the Lambs accent when they sing. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's kind of like this, they sing like this. Vampire. No, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Is that what's in vogue for? Oh for the, boy, I don't know, Tim. Gen I mean, maybe, maybe I'm just out of touch, and that yeah. is. Uh... I think the songs are nice, and she seems like a, a nice young lady. But mm-hmm. like, I'm just like, when you talk, you don't. You're not like this. I don't think she sings like, like that this. either. I, I think she enunciates pretty well while she's singing. Uh, it's, 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 uh, I'll, I don't know. I'll have to listen to it yeah. again with the idea of uh, Jodie Foster's uh, Clarice from Silence of the yeah. Lambs in just, my mind. Yeah, just, just, I urge you to listen to all music through that yeah. lens. Well, that's like, uh, I remember the time you told me that the, the guy from Modest Mouse has a lisp. And I had never heard it before. And then once you told me, it was like, oh, how did I not hear yeah. this? Like, holy cow. Yeah, it's it's very prominent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe maybe now I won't be able to not hear Jodie Foster. Yeah. When I, uh, Which I think it might enhance the experience, to be honest. It, yeah, if I'm uh, John Hinckley. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career? Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Tom, but I have I have one thing to say about uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. Okay. Uh, are you aware of the song that they blatantly wrote to uh, replace that song? I think exactly for people like me. That Mariah Carey wrote? Or? No, no. That oh. uh, The Powers That Be. <laughs> I'm not aware of that. The pop music Svengali's. No. Um, 
You might know it. This is your okay. gal, uh, Kelly Clarkson, Underneath oh. the Tree. Uh, you know that song? Uh, no, it has that go. It's it's produced exactly like yeah. uh it sounds just like uh all I want for Christmas is you except it's like uh it's new and fresh it's got that Kelly Clarkson sound <laughs> and to me I'm just like hey this is pretty much all I want for Christmas is you but like it's new to my ear in certain mm-hmm. ways where oh, it's like I see. I'm not like completely numb to it so I'm it's a new song out. it's like uh or newish Past few it's years, newest, uh, newish. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> came out in 2013, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think it came out last year. <laughs> you know, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm it it not, takes a good ten years for the songs to get there. I mean, I think to you. become uh, a standard, yeah, it probably takes a decade. Yeah. So yeah, I, I it's entered the pantheon. It's very. Funny. It's hard to get into the pantheon too, and I yeah, think that's true. The fact that you haven't heard it, mm-hmm. um, I, I probably have, and I just don't. Yeah, recognize it based um, on your. No, home. it was a fantastic rendition. <laughs> no, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, I also think it's funny that you always claim that I'm real into Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> You are. I'm not, but I was literally thinking this morning, like, you know, who I kind of like is Kelly Clarkson. You love Kelly Clarkson. I, yeah, I, you know, Do, I tend... have you ever owned a Kelly Clarkson album? No, oh. no. I mean, I really. Did you liked... cry when she sang a moment like this on uh, American, American Idol? Idol in no, I mean, I remember really liking "Since You've Been Gone." I thought yeah. that was like a really good pop song, um, and I like the the cover she did of uh like uh uh oh, on Kelly Oki on her uh, yeah her tv the, show the Radiohead cover she's yeah, done she did uh exit music yeah yeah we we hope that you choke that's uh Kelly Clarkson's uh message to her audience <laughs> hey she's cool she I mean anytime I've caught a part of her show it always seems like a nice time like a fun time for everybody. Yeah. She seems like a good uh, daytime talk show okay, host. Okay, we're a pro Kelly Clarkson yeah. podcast. Tom, wait until you hear underneath the tree. Okay. You're going to you're going to flip. Maybe I'll go out and buy it. I think you should. Okay. It is on her 2013 <laughs> album Wrapped in Red. Oh, uh, so like a Christmas album. Yeah. Hmm. What? Uh, co-written mm. with uh, Greg Kirsten. Uh, pop. Uh, yeah, where do I know he's, him? He from? he does a lot. He does like uh, he's Dave Grohl's right hand man now. Oh, and all yeah. the new Foo Fighters stuff. No, never mind. <laughs> Tom mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson and Foo Fighters. Your yeah. two your two guys. Yeah, uh, I'm just praying that they get together and make an album. Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you think is like the the thought process when? a artist decides like you know what this is the year i'm gonna make a christmas album um cash grab (laughs) no you know but it has to be thought about ahead of time you can't you know you can't be like oh i should record a christmas album it's not gonna be out that year then friends of the show tom the gregory Mm -hmm. brothers yeah they have a christmas album they have a fantastic christmas and you think that's a cash grab you think it's just a soulless oh yeah of course and they they told me no uh they uh like that is like literally last year yeah i think the only music played in my home it's all you need uh it's it it was like it was a little bit too much um (laughs) but like it's great tom it's great have you have you listened to this thing yes but like i remember when they were like recording it and i was Mm -hmm. like guys it's march you are (laughs) missing the boat on this you are months too late and then uh i remember they pulled me aside and they were like listen asshole guess what it takes a little while every december is christmas yeah so like yeah you might think we're late we're we're bigger picture thinkers. We're early. Here. Yeah, we're yeah. Early. We're not doing it for last Christmas. We're doing it for the the one coming up. Or maybe even the one after that. Yeah. Well, but that I feel like is a little bit of a different situation because they had been doing Christmas shows for years. Yeah. So they had not only worked up like a catalog of original songs, they had their their arrangements of uh classics. So so they I get how they got there, but I'm saying like somebody like Kelly Clarkson, at what point is there like a, well, I've, I've put out like six albums 
now is because isn't there like a rule about like uh you know how many albums before you do a, a greatest hits and then a like a double live album i mean actual, like a general like laws tom not laws but i feel like there's like a general like oh Best yeah practices yeah like your fifth album you can put out a greatest hits i think it's the same thing as uh uh like uh, when a celebrity writes a children's book, uh-huh. it's like, will somebody walk into a store and be like, oh, there's 10 million children's books here right. and I need to buy something for my nephew. But this one's written by Dean Kane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or this one's written by Kevin Sorbo, right? And uh-huh. like, these are values that I want to instill in my in. Yeah, in, I want my son my to nephew. grow up like Hercules and Superman. But um, I think it's that same calculation of mm-hmm. like you walk in, and I don't know, I don't know so how do Christmas you... albums go, but where it's like uh, how record sales go now. But I think traditionally it was like, right. are you enough of a household name that like somebody will walk in and be like, I need to buy some Christmas music. Oh, I've heard of this artist. Yeah. I'll pick this up, and it's a good way to move units. Well, then in that case, do you think more often than not, is it the label coming to the artist and saying like, hey, you know, we we ran some numbers, we pulled together some focus groups and people would like to hear a Christmas album from probably or it might be the artist being like, hey, I want to make some money. But I'm also wondering that there must be some kind of like internal politics about, you know, a label doesn't want 10 of their artists putting out cannibalizing each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the label has to agree to put it out. Right. But I'm saying like when they're planning out their year, do you think they're ever like, nah, uh, Kelly, Kelly's putting out a Christmas album this year. Of course. Uh, X Tina. Sorry. Yeah. You got to wait. Who's X Tina. Uh, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> does she have a... Yeah, she probably does, right? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it came out in 2005. Let's see. Uh, Christine, we need a... Uh, Tom, we should hire a producer. Or yeah. we should hire an intern. Yeah. Or we Aguilera, should just do like ed- edit the podcast better <laughs> so that uh, you're not just uh, Googling things. My Kind of Christmas came mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You said 2003. That's too early. October 2000. Wow. What? Wow. Blown away. Yeah. She's at the height of her powers. I know. And that's, I mean, that's a good time to do it. And yeah, also, I mean, that like, was like peak CD. Yeah, exactly. And like with with an artist like her, mm-hmm. they didn't know that she, she, they didn't know if she would have the staying power, right? Like, right. it's not like, let's wait till she's a legacy act and like has released like eight, you know platinum selling albums then we'll go in for the cash grab well and also because that was the height of cd sales is probably are you sure she just had an album come out this summer they're like yeah it's fine (laughs) people love buying cds her debut album came out in 1999 Mm -hmm. oh yeah so there you go christmas album came out in 2000 wow so second album a christmas her second album no her second studio album was a spanish language album mi reflejo and when and that came out also in 99 or no in 2000 huh yeah wow wow (laughs) christina aguilera yeah uh really doing doing it all recording you would like this one album she has an album called bionic Ooh, okay yeah oh and look at this you like oh yeah she looks like a half robot a half lady a half christina aguilera yeah you think it uh, that album has like a lot of uh like machine noises and beeps and boops i would think so yeah bionic I like yeah, hydraulics and like uh, <laughs> things snapping into place. Yeah, her, her transforming from Christina Aguilera into I don't know that's a car what pe- or something. That's what people want to hear. <laughs> Man, now put out a Christmas album of that stuff, and I'm in. <laughs> you get some nice bells, and you get some. Is this uh, why you're so into AI, Tom? Because you're like, let me like, uh, they'll be able to. Produce that album just yeah, for me. Yeah, I'll be able to tell them. Sickos hey. who want the Christmas album yeah, of a well, woman turning you, into I'm, a fucking car. I'm having trouble getting into Christmas music this year. <laughs> so maybe something like that. 
This is the kind of thing I need to shake things up. All right, what what do you got? What are your what are you, you got a you got a list of songs that you wanna? Yeah, well, you know what? I've got some. Yeah, I've got a list of songs where I've got some interesting facts about songs. I've and then I've also got like some uh, less traditional songs. Wh- wow. Which wh- which would you like to hear? Spin the wheel, Tom. Let me let me tell. You, all right, I'll go with some interesting facts. Jingle bells. Uh huh. The Tom. Uh huh. Worst Christmas song. Um, nah, it's pretty good. Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin Lane. That's no Tom. That's the illegal version. <laughs> um, Jingle Bells, originally a Thanksgiving song. The rare Thanksgiving song. Huh. I mean, it makes sense. There's no jingle all the way. Yeah. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse. I mean, it's play. just about hey. a sleigh ride. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh nine eighteen fifty seven it was written. And it was uh, written for a Thanksgiving program at a church in Savannah, Georgia. You don't hear, uh, and maybe maybe that was it. That like the first and only Thanksgiving banger somebody wrote. It got turned into a Christmas song. So everybody was like, ah, "Why even bother?" Yeah, that's not where the money is. People aren't out buying Thanksgiving albums; they're buying uh, Christmas it could albums. Could be though. Um, White Christmas is the best-selling the Turkey s- Twist single ever. What is? Uh, White Christmas, Bing White Crosby. Christmas. Um, that stinks. What do you mean that stinks? Oh, boo, 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 boo. You I like said you like ver- crooners. Yeah, but, uh, look, I like them at Christmas time. I like the uh, the other version of it. Who who does the one in Home Alone that goes, doop, 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 <laughs> doop, 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 uh, Some dope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that's the one. That's not Bing Crosby doing that one too. No. I think that's Bing Crosby. Really? Doing that. I don't. He's like, oh, I'm gonna like join up with a bunch of dopes, uh, <laughs> yeah, doofuses, <laughs> uh, some deep voice. Um. Well, speaking of Jingle Bells, Sam, the first song broadcast from space. Ah. I'm not interested in them doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Remember when that one guy was like, hey, uh, I'm going to play Space Oddity in space. Oh, yeah, yeah. The astronaut? Yeah, the the twin. It was like, Is he the twin? Yeah, he was yeah. one of the twins. And it's just like, okay. Yeah, like, you're it. that guy at the party that's like, hey, I know some chords on the yeah. acoustic guitar. And, and it's like, oh, great. It cost the government $5 million to get that guitar up there <laughs> into that space station. Imagine you, uh, you know, you're like uh, from another country at the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. I guess, what is it? It's us in Russia? Is that it? No, there are other, other, yeah. they, they, no other country. Well, I think now China, China has the ability to launch people into space, but but other people hitch rides on the U.S. Okay. and Russia's. So, like, yeah. they imagine you're going up there. They're Italian astronauts. Okay, you're an Italian guy, and, you go, <laughs> and you're like, it's kind of like uh, going to, you know, freshman year of college, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, who's who's gonna be like on the ISS with me, right? <laughs> and then this guy, he's like, I brought you an acoustic guitar, lock and a guy comes through with an acoustic, and guitar. you're like, ah. Fuck. And he's like, I know four chords and I, I'll sing a David Bowie song. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, and God. guess what? Since we're in fucking space, anywhere I play this, you're going to hear it. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, How, but do you think he brought replacement strings? Probably not. He probably had to be real careful when he was tuning that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would, it would take a while to get some new strings up there. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I forget the like there's there's numbers about like how how much it take how much it costs to put like one pound of anything into space and it's insane. So like they really do I think astronauts are given a like you're allowed to bring this many pounds of things. Right. And that's and it. this guy was like, All right, no like leave some of my oxygen tanks. <laughs> right. oh, I gotta bring you my acoustic bring, guitar. You don't have to bring your own oxygen tanks to space. <laughs> what? You you'd show up the first day at the ISS, uh, don't worry, fellas, I brought my own oxygen. <laughs> yeah, in case you want to take a stroll, a spacewalk. <laughs> um Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer started as a store promotion. I believe that. For Everything Mon- about Christmas started as a store promotion. <laughs> uh, for Montgomery Ward. Um, let's see. All right. 
you know what, Tim? These interesting facts I have about these songs aren't that interesting. Yeah. Let's get into BroBible.com. And all the uh, like uh, top Christmas songs. I'll, I'll run through them, see if you got anything else to say about them. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. That song doesn't rock. No. But. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. It's it, like half it the swings, speed. swings, maybe. Yeah, it swings, baby. <laughs> uh, but it certainly does not rock. Hey. That song's so money. Doesn't even know it. Uh, White Christmas by Bing Crosby, which yeah. we talked about. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. When I was a kid, town. I thought his name was Bring Crosby. <laughs> no, I thought it was Bring Cosby. <laughs> so you put the R in the wrong place. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and you're always uh, you're always holding up a sign that says "Bring Cosby Back." <laughs> Right. And you're, you're outside NBC headquarters. You're always trying to bring Cosby's um, uh, records over here and play them. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, this one's very funny. Um, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay. So is that Santa how that song Claus always was? But like, or in the original version, was it? You better not go. Santa Claus is coming to town, right? Yeah, I feel like they, that... the pop music people, got to it and were like, "Now nah, we gotta go." Yeah, let's Ba-dum-pum. jazz it up. Santa Claus, you yeah. know, like, hey, hit him with a zing in there. Yeah, it said da 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 da. What is this? Bring Croc, bring Cosby. <laughs> uh, Silent Night. Ah, <sighs> you know what? When you're a kid, mm-hmm. when you're young. Yeah. yeah, you like Silent Night. Because it's different than, you're like, whoa, this one's like a serious one. Yeah, and then and it's beautiful when it goes, uh, sleep in heavenly peace, right? Mm-hmm. And, but then you get a little older, you hear, oh, holy night, and you're like, oh, this is the better quiet yeah. song about the night, because yeah. it's good to... <laughs> Uh, then you go, uh, you know, it's got the really high. Yeah. Note. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Right. So, um, uh, silent night. Yeah. Cool entry level song. But yeah, I think we're all, uh, uh past but, that. but we like our notes a little bit higher. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Feliz Navidad by Jose Felici- Feliciano. Feliciano. Yeah. Uh, that's a good song. Feliz Navidad. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that means you know what that means. That means uh, Merry Christmas. I want to wish you. It tells you in the next, which is nice because you learn something. Yeah, Uh, I like Felice Navidad. What the hell? What station am I listening to? Felice, I don't have. They changed formats (laughs) on my favorite. Oh, this this is exactly what Dean Kane warned me about. Uh, But yeah, Felice Navidad's like you know what I I like the. from the bottom of my heart. Da, 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 da. Da, da. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of bum, 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 bum yeah. in that song. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's what I like in my Christmas songs. That's yeah. why I like in the Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yeah, you like those, you like those, those stings. Those, those, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let It Snow. Yeah. Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Yeah. Ooh. Here's here's one. Uh, that one's just about winter too, and like how it's nice, delightful by the the fire. And I agree with the sentiment. You know what? I got no beef with Let It Snow. <laughs> well, and and that's another one where there's different versions. Where there's like a you know a, a like a upbeat and then a yeah, the crooners are gonna croon, my friend. <laughs> Take uh, it up with Seth MacFarlane, Tom, if you don't like it. He's he's the head of the crooning society these days. Well, spe- Tom, you know what's fucked up, too, about this? <laughs> what? <laughs> Not about crooners, but, like, <laughs> it's fucked up. Like, it doesn't snow anymore here. No. Like, it didn't snow at all last year? No, like, not at all. Yeah, we And And, uh, like, remember when we were kids and it'd be like, oh, you know, we're recording this on December 14th. Mm-hmm. Remember, like, in December, like, sometimes there'd be, like, feet of snow? Yeah. It doesn't happen anymore. Well, and then I remember... I something's going on. <laughs> well, then I remember, like, my parents telling me about, like, oh, when I was a kid, one time it snowed, you know, eight feet. Yeah. <laughs> 
And we built uh, like a, you know, an entire lodge out of uh, snow. It's great. And you're like, you're exaggerating, but yeah, that's Or nice. like uh, the uh, the bay on Long Island would freeze so much you could drive on it. <laughs> I would not advise. I mean, that sounds terrifying, yeah. but like, all right. Yeah. Uh, it was the 70s. People didn't know. Or yeah. they did, because I don't know. They're a... They were all drunk driving. <laughs> we're safe. Uh, well, and then speaking of crooning, Tim, actually, I... Yeah, I guess you consider this guy a crooner, Nat King Cole. Oh yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it seems like he's a crooner, but he's not part of like we're talking about like the Rat Pack when we're talking about crooners. Yeah. I feel like. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're a '90s kid. Mm-hmm. If your uh, main uh, crooner. If your main impression of Nat King Cole is the uh, unforgettable uh, duet with Natalie Cole, yeah, that's uh, all. Whatever, uh, Natalie Cole. That would that was by far her biggest hit, right? Yeah, because it was basically you know like a uh, her dad song. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was. I remember that that song was huge. That was like a big duet. Yeah, and I feel like that was also like the beginning of like. Look at what we were able to do. We were able to bring Nat King Cole back from the dead using computers. And it's like, no, nah, it's just you just you sang know. over the record. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just the old record. Like they didn't even change anything, I don't think. Um but uh the Christmas song it's called, which is Chestnuts, Chestnuts Roasting. Roasting on an open fire. fire. That's, that's a good yeah. that's a cozy ass song. You know what? Like if it's snowing out, yeah, and it's late at night, and you got a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Put yeah. that song on. Yeah, you're gonna get uh you're gonna get all freaking Christmased up. That album Natalie Cole put out. Did she just do that on like all his songs? Like, is there a version of like chestnuts, chestnuts roasting? <laughs> like her just singing uh, the the same I line right remember. after? I can't remember. No. I think that was the only one. Oh, okay. I uh, it's called with love. I don't know. I mm-hmm. I I'm getting it uh, mixed up with the SNL sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like uh, I think it was uh, the album was called Natalie Cole sings with all of her dad's old dead friends, <laughs> <laughs> and like it was just uh, an excuse to like trot out old uh, impressions. Yeah, yeah. Of, but like, I don't think she did like a duets album the way oh, that okay. like uh, Frank Sinatra and Tony Bennett did duets albums. Right. Okay. Um, all right. Let me talk about the little bit less traditional Christmas songs, Tim, and uh, see what you think about them. First one I got here: "Christmas in Hollis" by Run DMC. Yeah, that's uh, very. It, it uh, appeared first on "A Very Special Christmas," Tom. That uh, that benefits uh, album. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like that's one you don't hear it like in department stores and stuff. It's like you do nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I I guess I don't go to department. I went to Macy's the other day, and were they playing Christmas in Hollis? Yeah, I feel like it's a big movie, like Christmas movies, and it's like we're gonna cut to like the next day. And we're gonna show establishing shots of New York City at Christmas time in the morning. That's when you get the bump, 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 bump. Yeah, um, it's a pretty good song. It's uh, it makes you wonder, mm-hmm. or it doesn't make you wonder, uh, why there aren't more hip hop Christmas hits. Yeah. Um, Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. The interesting man's favorite <laughs> Christmas song. A Celtic punk song with a bittersweet narrative considered a Christmas classic in the UK and Ireland. I know you hate this song. No, I, I actually... You hate people that like this song. I, no, I really like this song, so I don't... And I, I, I don't really hate myself, and, and he just died. Yeah, he yeah. did. Shane McGowan. Yeah. Um. No, I think... Look, I mm-hmm. just... I don't like the kind of person who's like, Christmas songs, not really my cup of tea. Then takes a drag from a cigarette. Mm -hmm. But I suppose if I had to choose, (laughs) Fairy Tale of New York is definitely number one in my book. You know, like those guys. Yeah. But like, 
That's a it's a fantastic song. It's a lovely song. Uh, it's got it's got a it's got a slur in it, but everybody's uh, you know level headed about it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know it well enough to know. Uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, the f word slur. Okay, uh, but it's like from a, a character, you know. Oh, okay. You know, essentially, yeah, like a bad character. Yeah, it's slider. it's it's the same way that it's used in uh, Money for Nothing. Right, where yeah. it's like, no, yeah. that d- it doesn't. Reflect. He's not saying it. He's he's talking about yeah. some hillbilly saying. Yeah, it. yeah. Um. Father Christmas by the Kinks. Yeah. That's Father a... Christmas, bring me some money. Right, like, uh, <laughs> very cool. Yeah. The Kinks, like, uh, they were so cool, and then they uh, were less cool, I guess, right? What do you mean? They were so cool in the 60s. Yeah. And I think, like, first half of the 70s. Mm-hmm. And they... Uh, and they weren't as cool after that. <laughs> oh, okay. So you just said the same thing again. <laughs> yeah, I put a little bit more, uh, I put dates to it. Yeah. Uh, non-specific dates, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know the kinks that well, but uh, but yeah, I, I guess that's kind of my read on them too, that they, they had their, their time in the sun and people still love stuff from that era, but yeah. People love the uh, arena rock, like, uh, you know, bombastic kinks too. Not me, though. No, I'm, I'm a bit of a more discerning. Uh, right, consumer. you you like a uh, fairy tale New York. <laughs> um, uh, Eight Days of Christmas by Destiny's Child. Do you know that one? I don't. Yeah, I don't know that one either. But uh, uh, Beyonce's on that. Um, I would uh, I would assume it's Destiny's Child, yeah. so she would have to be. Uh, don't I sh- like Beyonce. Beyonce's cool. <laughs> wow, hot take, Tim. Yeah. You talk about a lady who doesn't sound like Jodie Foster when she sings. No, she doesn't sound like Jodie Foster no, at all when she sings. She's great, yeah. Uh, don't Shoot Me Santa by The Killers. I don't know that one either. No, people love The Killers. People really do. Yeah. Mm. I don't know anything about them. I know everybody's like, oh, you know what the millennium anthem is? It's uh, the millennial anthem is uh, Mr. Brightside. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that song. You've heard it, but but I I agree with you. Like in... this, I I'm sure I've heard it. Mm-hmm. This is this is if you were like put a gun if you put a gun to my head, you're like sing Mr. Brightside. I go, mm-hmm. I'm Mr. Brightside. Yeah, that's does it. that happen at some yeah, point? Yeah. Okay. I'm Mr. Brightside. See, I don't know that near, 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 near part. You'd recognize it. I put it on here. And then he says, listen, underneath the tree. Coming out of my cage and I'm doing just fine. Gotta, gotta be down because I want it all. Yeah, the killer, interesting band. Like, I get. I get why they're popular, but like, uh, but they're more popular than I understand. I think. Yeah, that's true. And like, I don't fault them. I'm sure they're great. I mean, no. a lot of people whose uh, opinions I really respect love mm-hmm. the Killers. Yeah, but they're like slightly younger than me, so it's right. Like, but I, I can <clears throat> kind of respect your musical opinions, but I also think like, eh, if you were. Smart. If you were smarter, uh, smart enough to be a little older, <laughs> you wouldn't like them as much. <laughs> well, they're they're a uh, a Las Vegas band, yeah, the, which the, is weird. The rare Las Vegas yeah. band, and I I feel like that there's like something we're like too old of millennials to like be like ah, nah, cool band can't be from Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, but but hey, they got catchy songs and uh, they they. Uh, uh, seems like people like them. I've never like heard anything bad about them, you know, like uh, like any of them being uh, like real dicks or anything like that. Yeah. Seems like they uh, just kind of play their music. Brandon, Brendan Flowers. Yeah, yeah. I think Brandon Flowers. Yeah, Flowers. It's a girl's last name. <laughs> uh, well, what about this one, Tim? Speaking of girls, Oi to the World by No Doubt. Oh wow! Yeah, was that uh, in their? Uh... Real ska punk face. Well, yeah, a ska punk Christmas song originally by the Vandals. Oh, okay. And covered by No Doubt, I think, on like uh, maybe like a compilation or it was a B-side or something like that. Uh, 
Must Be Santa by Bob Dylan. Have you heard this, Tom? I yeah, mean, that, I mean that came out in like 2010. He didn't write it, but Must Be Santa, Must Be Santa. Yeah, but like, all right, what you're doing uh-huh. is like 80s Dylan. Uh-huh. This is, you know, 2011 Dylan. Okay. Like, <laughs> No, like there's too much tonality there. Tom. <laughs> it's just yeah, and he made a video for it, and it was much like, look, people gotta stop being like people are like, what the heck? He made a Christmas album, and this uh, it's like, and it's the same thing that like 15 years earlier when it's like, what the heck? He's in a Victoria's Secret yeah. commercial. It's like, what the heck? Gonna- he's gone electric. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's gonna do stuff, and uh, uh, hey, he, he's gonna blow con- your goddamn mind. Be- just be cool about it. People are just constantly surprised by Bob Dylan. Yeah, constantly surprised that, like, I don't know, he just like does seems to not give a shit and does things for money that people thought he he like he wouldn't do, but they're basing that on who he was now fifty years ago. And he was just like, you know what? When I was fifty years ago, I wasn't like that. Even you guys <laughs> yeah. were wrong about me. <laughs> well, I, I got I got a taste of the good life. Yeah. Bob Dylan's cool. Yes. Hey, here we go. Uh, to my two hot takes: mm-hmm. Beyonce's cool and Bob Dylan Bob Dylan's cool. cool. Um. And the last one I have on my list here is Christmas Unicorn by Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan. Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> All right. Uh, he's, got, he's got a lot of Christmas music. Oh, uh, does he? Yeah. I feel like that's um, probably a song I've heard, but I don't. I don't. I don't know you it. probably haven't heard it. Oh, okay. He's got like a ton of like. Oh, uh, you probably haven't heard no, it. No, like it's like. The, he he writes a lot of it's original. Not played in places. Yeah, it's not like you know. Like, do you know other Sufjan Steven songs? Because they're like uh, been played in like the grocery store. I feel like there's one, but I I couldn't tell you. Yeah, what it is. probably that uh, Chicago song. Chicago. Yeah, exactly. The windy the city, city that we love so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I know that one. Tom. Mm-hmm. Here are some maligned songs that are unfairly maligned. Okay. Let me do the plugs and then you can tell me the no, maligned fuck you. songs. I get to talk. <laughs> the Waitresses. Oh, that was on my list and I didn't know it, so I skipped it. Christmas rapping. Yeah. Uh Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh yeah. And then the saxophonist who uh recently passed away. Yeah, it's a good Christmas saxophone. Uh Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time. Well, some people don't like that. They're wrong. The song rules. It entered the pantheon of Christmas music. Yeah. You can't do that if the song stinks. You can if you're Paul McCartney. Uh, Somewhere in my memory, Tom. Mm -hmm. The Home Alone theme song. Somewhere in my memory. The whole Home Alone soundtrack, Tom. In my house, once in a while, mm-hmm. I'm just putting on that whole John Williams soundtrack. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, you're talking bit... about when you're like, oh, I like the classical music. What you really mean is you like the Home Alone <laughs> soundtrack, and that's okay. Well, I, I'm trying to, I mean, I guess I'm not super familiar with uh, <clears throat> all of John Williams' music, but that has to be, <clears throat> maybe he's done other Christmas scores, but that that has to be the most famous one, and like, Hundred percent, yeah. That, and and hearing that. somebody, you know, that did Star Wars and Superman and Jaws, right? Yeah, like all these super famous soundtracks to like hear him take on a Christmas movie. Yeah, uh, and he didn't need to like write like that's his best soundtrack. That's his uh, that's his best work. And Star Wars and Superman, Tom Indiana Jones, dan dan dan. dan. My problem with Star Wars and Superman, uh-huh. they sound so sim- similar. Yeah. It's Darth Vader. Darth Vader. He's here to save the day. Yeah. Well, th- he's the bad guy. You were wrong, though. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, that first Superman and that first Star Wars came out like a year apart. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, oh, I forgot shit. to write. The... Forgot the other movie. Ah, I knew oh, I was. I'll just move uh... this note here and this note here. Uh, they'll never know. 
If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can check out our social media there. You can find the links to our Discord, our subreddit. You can talk after the plugs, Tim. <laughs> you can also follow I got us. Something to, I got things to say, Tom. You can follow me on social media at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And uh, uh, check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide, where is the most comfortable time of the year. a bunch of songs I've never heard and... Uh, Wait for Tim, who you uh, can wait till after the plugs. Patreon.com slash complete guide books the podcast. Uh, we're we're reading the Forrest Gump sequel, Gump and Co. Right now, uh, you can you can listen to that. You can listen to all the back ones. You can get episodes early, episodes ad free, anything you like. Patreon.com slash complete guide books the podcast. Tom, mm-hmm. is it a looser version of this show? Oh, absolutely, because we recorded after this show. Yeah. Do we have a, an extra beer while we're doing it? Yeah. Is it just as long and often longer than this show? <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's about books, so it seems uh, it's elevated. You know, if you if you're you know uh, you got maybe a significant other who's like, "Oh, are you listening to those two idiots again?" You can go, "Yeah, they're talking about literature, yeah. actually." And so then back off. Yeah, and then get out of that relationship. Yeah, get out unhealthy. of unhealthy. Yeah. Dump them, and then we'll activate you. Happy <laughs> have you do our bidding to get us back to our home universe. Uh, any any f- closing thoughts on Christmas songs? Um, yeah. One of these years, Tim, we're going to put out Christmas episodes. It's just an hour of us singing Christmas songs acapella. I, I would love to do that, Tom. Yeah, my voice isn't it, it isn't there this year. Not this year. You've been uh, <laughs> hacking into the microphone for the <laughs> yeah. last hour, everybody. You know what, man? We'll have to record that uh, episode in March or something, so it's ready. <laughs> yeah, for, like the Gre- we should yeah. learn from the Gregory brothers. It'll be ready next year. Do you know this song, uh... I don't know what it's called. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.